welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... What Kiss Means Forever! This is the podcast where occasionally we take a turn and we do some crazy musicals that may leave your heads going like, what? And only vaguely fit in within our model, but we like to do them anyway because... It's our podcast. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're talking about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Hallmark, Netflix, Lifetime, and Disney+. Plus. Yes, Disney Channel officially, but, you know, same diff. Because it is, well, it's October, which means that- Spooky season. Spooky season, but also we know that Christmas starts, like, tomorrow. Um <laughs> Yes. So we got to get our Halloween licks in when when we can, I guess, or kicks in. Licks I like licks. Punches. I don't Lick, know. Licks is more applicable to this movie. <laughs> true, true. So that is what we are doing. We are taking the the opportunity to do something Halloween um, adjacent. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, w- I was like, I'm not even sure if we're adjacent. Like, maybe in the same zip code. <laughs> we're exploring Halloween archetypes. There you go. There you go. Um, by talking about this movie today that aired on Gin- Disney Channel originally February 16th, 2018. And depending on how you decide to say it, it is either Z O M B I E S, yeah. like you're a cheerleader, or zombies. <laughs> Wouldn't it be just the thing if every time we mentioned the title of this movie, we just went, and then here on Z O M B I E S? I'm just going to go ahead and shorten it <laughs> and yeah. do the zombies. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to call it zombies, but still, I think officially it might be. Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. I'm pretty sure you're correct. Um, and so this is what uh, the – well, this is the – I think this is what I got from Disney Plus in terms of what this is about. Now that the government has created a device that stops zombies from craving brains, Seabrook High, a school focused on uniformity traditions and pep rallies, faces student integration with the zombie town kids. As the human and zombie students struggle to coexist, a budding friendship between cheerleader Addison and zombie Zed could unite their high school and community for good. And it stars Milo Mannheim and Meg Donnelly. Yes. (laughs) I'm so excited that we're talking about this movie, for I had never seen it before. Um, so hang on to your hats, my friends. We're in or for your a... butts. Or hang on to your brains. Because <laughs> we're going into it. Here we go. Here's our synopsis. Welcome to the perfect Stepford town, Seabrook, where all the people are little cardboard cutouts, little boxes on the hillside. <laughs> anyway, they all wear pink or blue like babies in a hospital, and no one is different. Different is bad. That is, until there is a disaster at the power plant sometime in the 50s when disasters happen. Um, and it turns half the town into zombies. 
These scary zombies are walled off in their own part of town and forced to live in poverty and hardship while the humans get to go back to their happy little cookie cutter lives. Fast forward to modern day or 2018 modern day. And the government has developed a Z-band that basically keeps zombies from being zombies. Yes, they are still pale with green hair. I don't know why they have green hair. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Uh, But they seem to want to eat things that only look like brains, uh, which I think is basically cauliflower and things made in brain jello molds. (laughs) And this year, for the first time, the tech is so good, they're going to get to go to the regular Seabrook High School. Finally, these children, because yes, these zombies can have kids that are then zombie kids that can grow up, which I don't understand, are going to get the same opportunity as the human kids. (laughs) Yes, we're already getting into what the fuck territory The undead can create living things. (laughs) Um, But we'll go with it. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. So Zed, our main man zombie, played by Milo Mannheim, wants nothing more than to be on the high school football team. The fact that he's tall and skinny and would be better for basketball is not important here. But when he arrives at school, he learns that while the school is forced to make a show of integration, zombies are being relegated to the basement and are not allowed to interact with the humans. Not willing to let that stand, Zed breaks out of the basement to find the football tryouts. But this triggers the Z-alarm, which is basically the zombie alert. That there's a zombie in the building, like a fire alarm, but for zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, we're also following human girl Addison, played by Meg Donnelly. All she wants to do is make the cheerleading squad. Cheerleading in Seabrook is everything. Think, like, bring it on in that the cheerleaders at the school are good and the football team sucks. (laughs) Uh, So... Everyone comes out to, like, watch the cheerleading and money is spent on cheerleading. What about, you know, all that. So Addison's cousin, Bucky, is the head honcho cheerleader. Uh, And, you know, Addison is also very good at cheerleading. So she's probably going to make the team. But still, Addison has a secret. She's not perfect like she should be. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, when this Z alarm goes off, Addison goes into a zombie safe room. But the purpose of the zombie safe room is a bit of a problem, as uh, Zed interpreted it as being like a safe room for zombies. <laughs> so he goes in there, and he's hiding in there. But with the lights off, Addison doesn't know that the person that she's talking to in this dark room is a zombie, and they get along great. But when the lights come on and she realizes she's supposed to be scared, she punches him in the nose, but then realizes that maybe he's not actually bad, and then changes her whole perception of zombies. That must be some pretty cool room. (laughs) I like the idea that zombies wouldn't go in there because it's a zombie safe room. (laughs) 
Well, if I were to see a sign that said, like, human safe room, I'd be like, great, a safe room for me, not <laughs> a safe room against me. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand the thought process, but the, the idea that you would keep, you, there's nothing that would keep one out over the other. It's sure. very strange. Anyways. But no one else sees zombies the way that Addison is starting to see them. When, for cheer initiation, Addison and her brand new best friend, Bree, are dropped off in Zombie Town and told to egg it house, she refuses. It's her first time in Zombie Town, and she's shocked by the squalor that these beings, who she has just started to see as people, are living in. A police siren goes off, and the rest of the cheer squad leave, uh, and, and Addison and Bree are forced to fend for themselves, seen only by Zed, who decides not to turn them in for being on the wrong side of town at night. Or maybe ever. <laughs> so Addison goes to the basement the next day at the school to apologize to Zed. And again, she's horrified by the treatment of zombies, so she invites them to the school pep rally. While not thrilled at the idea, Zed's zombie friends um, Eliza and Bonzo accompany the lovestruck Zed to watch Addison perform. But this is the Bucky show. He's the head cheerleader, after all, and he is not about to let zombies ruin one of his many moments. So he brings out the sparklers, which are fire. He knowingly does this, by the way. This is not like an accident. He's like, Zombies suck. Fire. Zombies are afraid of fire. And this, no pun intended, sparks a panic that knocks Zed's Z-band out of whack and he hulks out monster style. But he's still Zed, so when he sees that everyone has scattered after throwing Addison up in the air, he runs to catch her and saves the day, magically knocking his Z-band back into online mode. This feat has the football team coach giving Zed a star position on the football team in exchange for more zombie rights at school. Good thing Eliza is a tech whiz who can hack the Z-band so that Zed can hulk out when he needs to, because that's what really got him on the team in the first place. Uh, But because of Zed, Seabrook starts winning football games, and people start liking zombies. Integration is going well! (laughs) Except for the cheerleaders. Bucky, the dictator, is so anti-zombie that he won't even let the cheerleaders cheer for Zed on the field. And Addison is conflicted between her love of cheer and her super-duper crush. So she shares her imperfections with him. And her imperfection is the fact that her hair is actually white and she wears a wig. Yes. She can't do anything to it. She can't dye it. She can't do whatever. It's just white. (laughs) And super cute. Anyway, because Zed knows what a hard position Addison is in, he doesn't really hold it against her. He takes her to Zombie Town for a dance rave night thing, which is like arguably the coolest part of the part of the movie so um, we'll talk more about that i think anyway um but she makes friends with some of the other zombies for real including zed's little sister zoe who wants to be a cheerleader it's so cute but since she's out too late she gets caught which means her parents want to know why she was out she says i was spending time with a boy so obviously they need to know 
this boy that she's spending time with. Oops. <laughs> They're not going to take too kindly that he's a zombie. Plus, Bucky has become aware of how Zed is winning and steals Eliza's computer to hack the band himself. Um, but he can't really hack it until Zed hacks his band again, which he does to look human for Addison's parents and corrupts the band. Did you follow that? It's okay. It's fine. It's it's also something that until he does it, I don't think we knew could be done. Right. It's true. <laughs> Apparently it was going to hurt a lot, but he looked nice as a human. Yeah, I liked yeah, him better yeah. with the green hair, to be honest. <laughs> so Addison and Zed are able to fool Addison's parents, but at the final football game, everything is on the line. Not only is Zed in pain from hacking his band, he's also the zombie. The, the, he's also the zombie by which other zombies are judged. If he goes down, they all go down. So basically, if he fucks up, it's back to the basement. Um, but Bucky is out for blood and hacks Zed's band along with Eliza and Bonzo's. I have questions. Uh, the humans <laughs> run screaming, and even though the Z band, I guess, sort themselves out, they like. Yeah, I don't really understand that part, but it's fine. The three zombies are taken into custody and zombie restrictions are back. Yeah, like it seemed like there was a moment that Zed was going to attack Bucky because he's a zombie, but then he was also doing battle with himself to not. So I don't know. It's just like big. I don't know. While all this is going down, Addison realizes that she should not be in hiding anymore. So in the middle of the field, she pulls off her wig to show everyone her difference, her white hair. No more hiding for her. And so she's kicked off the cheerleading squad. Difference is bad. Bucky kicks off anyone who is not anti-zombie from the team, which leads to Seabrook having a teeny tiny, very small squad for the cheer championships. And at school, Zed and Addison worry that Eliza is out to sabotage the competition in revenge for the zombie restrictions getting reinstated. But no, that's not the way to fix things. No sabotage. <laughs> but Bucky and the mini squad look silly up on the stage and everyone is laughing at them. So little Zoe runs up and starts to cheer. It's a zombie. On the stage! What? Which prompts Addison to convince all the teen zombies and all the cheerleaders to do a routine together, singing a song about winning and power and resilience. Oh, did we mention that this is a musical? Because this is a musical. It's a musical! <laughs> By the end, the whole audience is cheering and Bucky is on board with zombies and it seems like a zombie and a cheerleader have changed the world. <laughs> and even though there is no kiss in this movie, they do say gar gar gaza, which I think means I love you in zombie because they have their own language, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and they do talk about happily ever after. So one, one cheer competition means forever. <laughs> or, you know, kiss. Because in subsequent movies, because this is a trilogy, they do kiss. I promise. I watched them. <laughs> and thank you for doing that on my behalf, Hannah, because I did not. <laughs> oh, I'm going to... I'm, I am going to ask you for predictions. But oh. we'll, 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 let's do some what the fucks and then I'm going to... I have a plan. 
Okay. I, I did get, do some research which might spoil some of the plot okay. points in in the in the trilogy, but I did not um I did not watch them, so the finer details are not okay. there. Oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck? Like what the fuck? Like the actual fuck. Zombies can procreate. <laughs> And also, you make zo- zombies via lime soda and power. Lime Did- soda and power. They can procreate. And this is going to sound really terrible, Hannah. But the fact that it's terrible, but the fact that these zombies were allowed to even survive. <laughs> yes. Is incredible to me. The fact that they were like, you know what? These are people. Let's figure out a way for them to survive and actually have a community, although a bad one, instead of just wiping them out like you do in all other zombie culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Also, I mean, yeah, that it's it's shocking because they also don't think of them as people. Right. So I I got nothing. I, I mean, is- I'm so happy they didn't turn to genocide, but like they really could have. <laughs> what? And you would have th- thought they would. I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> sure. And like, I love that the the solution to zombies is this like electronic thing that cl- clearly is easily tampered with. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like... Rather than, like, I mean, clearly it's... You would think there's something that they could do more permanently that would turn them back into humans because... They can do that, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds to me like there's a vaccine (laughs) that they just don't want to put the money into to make it a permanent solution. That's exactly what it seems like. Um, okay, but because we're on the zombie culture train and you just mentioned it, there is a zombie language. And mm-hmm. so there and so this character Bonzo that we've been sort of mentioning speaks zombie exclusively. No other zombie that we've met speaks zombie at like it at all, like kind of at all yeah but he seems to not be able to speak english like he only speaks zombie but he um, understands english and can write in english and yeah. i mean i had a note is that was is bonzo an idiot or just somebody who doesn't speak english but then he knows the difference between no and o and no k n o w yeah cuz he spelled and, it like, out in graffiti <laughs> and can do like certain things where you're like, no, you're definitely not an idiot. Okay. Like, no. I-, I couldn't decide if it was a choice, but also while watching this movie, I was sitting there go- thinking, I wish you would tell me a lot more about the zombie language. I am intrigued. How did it come about? Why do you have it? Yeah. Like, I, I would I would like a, like a documentary what? on the history of the zombie. What language. is the anthropology of the zombie language, please? Because also, they it has it's written as well. Yeah, and they don't use Phoenician letters. 
Right. It's just like, but like, according to the lore of this movie, I think it's only been like 60, 70 years since zombies became zombies. There must have been something in that lime soda that attacked the perfect part of the brain that controls language. I don't remember what part of that is. But Uh. like they must have had like a collective unconscious like this is the language we speak now because we are zombified. I I don't know. It's a cool thought but Yeah, it it doesn't really stand up to interrogation. (laughs) And how, Hannah? Like, maybe that's the new that's the new title for this segment. It's not what the fuck is what stands up to interrogation. <laughs> we'll never remember that. Um, I just have so many like disjointed thoughts about this movie. The many questions that I have. Yep. About the school. Yep. Because the school has a lot of money. Seems clearly, Mm -hmm. right? It's a Disney school. They have a lot of money. Everyone wears the same two colors, which I guess they do outside of the school too. So that's its own weird. But they're not the colors of the school, which are also bananas, because they are fluorescent green and fluorescent pink. Because they are the shrimp. Because they are the fighting, the mighty shrimp. What? They're the mighty shrimp. But they, all, they also seem to live in a place where they only play one other team, which are the eels. I didn't they, they clock that, but you're probably right. So, but as, like, I couldn't decide if, like, are zombies known to the world and just happen to be part of Seabrook? Or is Seabrook its own little, like, the outside world doesn't exist? That's a really good question because, yeah, when this when this disaster with lime soda and a power plant happened, was it a did it have a global effect, or is it sort of, or there's three options I guess. Did it have a global effect immediately? Was it like Chernobyl where the effect maybe spread out over time because that's how Earth works, or is it just? Seabrook in like the Truman Show where it's just like it's all I think that was Sea Haven but anyway close enough it's its own little island where it's only in and of itself and maybe it's only populated enough to have two schools and then the football games really suck right but okay so let's I, I'm not let's just do it <laughs> we've come this far they have there is a forest they take they go to away games that are still with the same eels, I think. That's funny. Um, and there's a college that's like 45 minutes away. But they all are going to go to the same college. Yeah. So I just, I don't understand. Can you imagine? People are like, all right, let's create these other teams they play. We got, um, we're going to do the shrimp. Yep. We got the eels. Yep. Fuck, we're out of marine animals. Like, that's all we can think of. Well, you know, after, so I watched this movie one day and the following day I was walking in Times Square because I was going to a show and I passed Bubba Grump Shrimp. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that the Bubba Gump shrimp 
costume looks so much more like the eel costume instead of the shrimp costume. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. And then I was confused for myself. <laughs> This movie should not like make its way into your consciousness outside into the world. Like, <laughs> but like, I'm happy it did though. I was passing Bubba Gump, and I was like, "Whoa, I've seen that recently." And then I was like, "Weird." <laughs> the most niche Times Square character you could ever see. <laughs> yeah, and also probably the friendliest because he's not trying to like accost you. Uh, <laughs> I also don't know if you clocked this, but on the floor of the gym, I guess it is, there is a decal that says, that has the Zebra Kai motto, which is Squilla Forty Semper, which I looked it up, means Mighty Shrimp Always in <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> shrimp is not one of those words that i think of would be in the in latin i mean of course it has to be in latin but like i don't think about that no i mean of all the mascots that they could have picked for this movie shrimp i i'm down with it because i feel like the same people who would be like get this zombies and cheerleaders would also be like get this shrimp school mascot you know like i i feel like i I know this person i did i did very much appreciate a couple of the puns like that they scampied their way to a perfect season (laughs) i liked the go bottom feeders (laughs) there's a couple of really like yeah i'm on board (laughs) there were a few good lines there was one that made me laugh out loud that bucky said where he said like that kind of idealistic go for it attitude has no place in cheer. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um and the other thing that I found confusing is maybe this is a uh because I don't watch sports ball. What position did Zed play? All the positions. <laughs> Yeah, right? All the positions? My only thing was, like, I'm pretty sure he's playing more than one position because I'm pretty sure you don't do the kicking and the catching. (laughs) Yeah, and the running and the touchdowning. (laughs) Like, I don't know. My my sports education is this movie and Waterboy, so, like, (laughs) and there are others, but that was my favorite. The replacements. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Little Giants. Um, there's one kind of weird specific what the fuck that I wanted to point out just because mm-hmm. I I would love to talk to the person who was like the set decorator on this mm-hmm. because um, in the cafeteria, the zombies get a very specific lunch. Like it looks like bread that's topped with like pureed basically looked like poi from Hawaii. Like, you know. Like oh, I thought it looked a little bit like vomit. Sure. Which also poi. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it, it just doesn't look very appetizing. They get an apple, like they sculpt out of that, whatever. But I don't know if you, did you see what the, the normals were eating at all? No, I didn't. 
So it's pretty entertaining and very colorful. So they all have grapefruit juice. It seems like oh. a cup of grapefruit juice. A, a cupcake topped with Fruit Loops. Some kind of cabbage-looking thing. Like, it looks like a salad, but the lettuce is cabbage. Like, you know, like plump Brussels sprouts, but in, like, cabbage-y, like, salad And the best is pizza that is definitely topped with radish. <laughs> So it keeps in that sort of pink, red, green sort of like color scheme. Um, But it definitely looks different than the zombie food. But I was just like, who came up with this? Because they're all eating it. It wasn't a mistake. Somebody made this food (laughs) for them to have on their their trays. And I just found it really entertaining. Yeah. Um, No, I – that makes sense. People needed to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my last really what the fuck of this movie um, is the end. Because it ends as if everything is now good and zombies have rights. But they are still technically separated. They still wear their jumpsuits that they're like mandated to wear. Like what? Like did they get their rights? Did that happen? I mean, you're you tell me you watch two and three. Oh. Do you want to get into it? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Okay, what do you know about two? What I know it has to do with werewolves. Yes, and I so. know that three has to do with aliens. Okay, that's what I know. All right, that's it. Well, I know about something about her hair has to do with one of the movies, but I didn't want to look further okay. into it okay. okay i think i think she's an alien but i don't know <laughs> for sure i would have thought she was a fairy because of the way she looks and the way her hair looks she looks very fairy like but they didn't get into that yes so so movie two there are werewolves they've they've always been there they've just been kind of in the woods and nobody's seen them and they thought they were a myth but they've been there the whole time uh, because the humans stole their moonstone, which is what their power comes from, which is what somehow they've been like doing something to get power, which is when they spilled the lime soda made the zombies. <laughs> okay. Didn't quite make any sense, but sure. Okay. There is a kiss in that movie. Um, Do I dare ask for your rating? Or are you going to do it for the kiss meter? Uh, I, I, I can, I can rate it for now. I can, because, sure. That one I gave an 8.5 because it did seem like a real kiss. And it was a Disney teen kiss. So it wasn't like passionate in that way. But it was like, it was like a, it was a teen movie kiss. So like nice. very, you know, but, but like into it. And also Bonzo and Brie. Are together. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, for being for being a, a zombie, I felt like Bonzo was pretty cute. <laughs> Even if he um, looks like 35. I don't know how old he is, but he looks 35. <laughs> significantly older. Um and movie three, it is about aliens. Aliens come to town. Hello. <laughs> But it's also about 
Zed needs to break this next barrier by being the first zombie to get get drafted into college. Okay. So this one has a third, like has a one of the werewolves from movie two, and Eliza are having a thing. Oh my! So everybody's pairing up. Cute. Um. This one was surprising to me because I didn't think it was how things would go. So you are correct. Addison is an alien. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> Her grandma is an alien. That's why the aliens show up because they're looking for like her information. Okay. Um, and I guess she had like crash landed on earth and lived there and whatever. And then got married to a human and had a, a bispecial child, which is Addison's mother, who also has secret white hair. Oh, weird, because Addison's mother's the mayor of Seabrook, mm-hmm. so what? Yeah, and so then Addison is, I guess, quarter alien but she has the coordinates like in her dna or whatever to where their new planet should be because their planet got blown up because they are like the princess leia delegation except they're not (laughs) wow but here's the thing so first of all all the aliens that show up there's like three aliens you know there's you know the the three that come to school and decide to be part of the cheerleadings, they're going to, they're going to be cheerleaders and, and win, win for cheerleading. You know, it's a thing. Yeah. They're all, I believe, non-binary. Or cool. like they're leaning certain ways clearly, but like one definitely starts off with a crush on Zed and then ends up with a crush on one of the were- werewolves who is female. I think uh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. No, I was, like, really impressed. I, yeah. It, it was more, I was surprised it went there because I was sort of like, I did not think Disney would go this woke. Well, thank so, God they do. Yeah. So that's I would, cool. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't hurt that the mothership of the aliens is played by none other than RuPaul. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> what? Like, RuPaul is not busy enough that someone, like, their agents say, hey, Ru, Mama Ru, take a pause on Drag Race, because have I got a third part of a trilogy for you? Really? I mean, it's it's only voiceover. Like, oh, okay. there's, there's okay. no, like, filming. So I guess okay. it's something that he probably could do in his, like, house during the pandemic. <laughs> hey, just send us a voice memo when you got time. Yeah, yeah sure, right. I got you. <laughs> And I'll make thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. Um, so, like, uh, but it, it turns out that Addison has to go with the aliens to find their new planet because she it's in her DNA, blah, blah, blah. And then they realize that the and, and Zed and Addison are all sad that they're never going to see each other again, which is a very drastic turn. Because uh, Zed does get into college after... They were going to grow apart anyway, you know. Well, then she realizes that the perfect place for them to live and the coordinates are actually Seabrook. So they all come back to Seabrook to live in Seabrook. (laughs) 
the coordinates are Seabrook yes. for their planet. Yes. What? Wow. And so the this really is thing- like the Truman Show. Yeah, the final thing that you see, this is, I'm pretty sure the trilogy is just a trilogy and it's over because the, like, ending credit section, there are mermaids and there are vampires. So I guess it's like all the creatures come and hang out in Seabrook and they all learn to live together in peace. (laughs) I know there's a few animated series that were born from this as well. I'm not surprised by that. Hallmark Hallmarks. Hallmark Hallmarks. Okay. The first one I have is they come from different worlds. That was what I had as well. <laughs> they are the only two who are at all open-minded. <laughs> uh, also, there is something different about her. <laughs> I called that she has a stupid imperfection that must be hidden. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say that the Zombieland party that she goes to, which I'm not kidding, is the coolest part of the movie. And if you want to see some fucking cool dancing, just watch that part on YouTube or wherever you can find it. It's pretty damn cool. But I'm calling the Zombieland party the local color experience. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Uh. You just have to push a little too far to win the big game. Oh, yeah. We do have a precocious child Yeah, Zoe. We do. We do. Uh, And everybody has to come together to do the special thing that they shouldn't know how to do to unite everyone. Like cheer? Yes, because most of them are not actually cheerleaders, so they shouldn't know how to cheer. Yeah, but they do because... But they do. Unity. Because, yes. Um, I also have that we have a look what happened in this movie you just watched montage. Because <laughs> she's singing a song and you get to see all the things you've just seen in a montage. If that wasn't a shit, our movie is two minutes too short. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, And I. I have one more I put as a Hallmark Hallmark, but it okay. might be closer to an Across the Universe. Just because recently we we had this in a Hallmark movie that we tweeted. Um, and I made this connection, and so it happened again. That we have hilarious and sassy TV personalities. Like the cheer commentators are yet another pitch-perfect-esque pair. Yes. Uh, um, they, they are exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to put that here. Pretty Parade? Yeah, Pretty Parade. Um, I have a, a, I have a dumb pretty and sort of an anti that don't really matter. Um, my dumb pretty is I think Addison's fucking pretty. Like she's just got the best face and I called her Alicia Cuthbert too. Um, yeah, I see that. She has that, that that sort of like the cheekbones and the eyes and the the mouth like they're she's just a beautiful girl and I think that might have elevated this movie just a little bit <laughs> is that she's beautiful and not half bad, um, but my anti is that Eliza has this weird bubble wrap on her coveralls that I just didn't understand the choice like it's on only on one side and I don't know it was it okay. kind of distracted me. It didn't it. bother me because my pretty parade is Eliza's 
earrings specifically. Oh. Yeah, no, those were cool. She has such cool earrings that are clearly made out of like found objects. Like she had one that was like the lock from a locker. Um or like she had some like broken tech stuff or like wires. It was just like funky and cool and I was yeah. into it. Um, but now that you called Addison like Eliza Cuthbert too, I just want to point out that I thought Bucky looked like a Bobo Fred Savage. <laughs> you know what I thought that uh wait, Bucky is definitely a Bobo Fred Savage. Bonzo, if you look at Bonzo and one of the friends from Never Have I Ever, like the dorky lesbian one, they have the same face. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. But I they're, I mean, that's the, they're both attractive. So, like, it's not a bad face to share. <laughs> that's hilarious. Jump, oh my God. Should we jump into Across the Universe? Yeah, I have a couple. Okay. Do you have any? I I mean, my main one is that Disney really likes to separate the bad and the good on <laughs> into two different locations, um, because this is essentially Descendants gender swapped. <laughs> yes, I also had that, and I mentioned that they were that the other side was decidedly more colorful and groovy as a community. So that was, yeah. um, that was one of my across the universes yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> but I did a little bit of research okay, because it said that this movie was based on something else, which was oh. a nut. I thought took it to mean a book, but it's not. There was an unaired pilot to a tv series by the same people who wrote this called zombies and cheerleaders and it was on it was unaired but it was sold to disney and the original addison was played by maya mitchell from teen beach movie and it was her first movie oh yeah I, interesting yeah it was never you know released um i didn't recognize um, there's a couple other people who ended up being in Teen Beach movie that were also in that movie, but uh, uh-huh. or or that or that TV show or whatever. But I thought that was really interesting. Huh. Interesting, yeah, for sure. Um, did you have any new and noteworthy? Um, yes, one. I okay. liked that the bad guy is a cousin and not another romantic love interest, which I think is a dynamic that works better than having her need to choose between two men, mm-hmm. but that having the bad guy just be like someone who's related to her and that's the only obstacle. Well, my thing was that I thought it was interesting that the like head honcho cheerleader was male. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's got marketing <laughs> around him. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. call. I really liked that. There were a couple like, cool like little gender swapper mm-hmm. swappy things in this that i thought were neat yeah i mean in the further ones like again they have some non-binary and like uh lesbian romance or bisexual romance stuff going on they also have a female football player cool. in the last one um you know like they do a few things where i'm like good for you like i'm glad that like you we're not we're we're calling it out in that it 
was noticeable, but it wasn't like them being like, and look, we put a girl on the team. It was just like, you know, like Zed has to psych up another player who happens to be female, you know, like, you know, just they did, they did a good job there in in that kind of Cheers, Disney. Yeah. Did you have a supporting shout out? I did. Awesome. It was the coach. Me too. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) Please do, please do talk about the coach in all of his sad sack glory. Oh, I just loved him so much. So he is, I believe, newly divorced or relatively newly divorced. He lives with his mother or like in his mother's basement. He knows he's terrible at this job. He (laughs) is just trying to get by like the poor guy. And he like he doesn't hate zombies he's just like i'm not supposed to so like and i'm not rocking this boat and and like everything he says about his life you're just like oh no and what i love about it is you find out the majority of this during his pep talks <laughs> <laughs> to the team <laughs> come on let's go win the game i need to buy me some new pants to get my wife back <laughs> oh so yeah yeah um if you would like to know in movie two he creates an ice cream business because football is not year-round okay and then in movie three he does move out of his mom's basement (laughs) good job coach That makes me happy that he is in the other two because he's the kind of character that could easily have just been like passed over for right. other plot points. But he definitely made me laugh more more than once. Because so. <laughs> he's such a like a, he is the happiest sad sack you've ever seen. It's amazing. It's it's brilliant. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page with that one. Yeah. Um, so there is no kiss, but if you would like me to talk about kisses a little bit more. Tell us about the kissing in the other movies, please. Yes. Uh, so they are, they're closed mouth, but, and very movie teenager. Um, as I had said before, two, I gave an 8.5, three, I gave a nine. Ooh. Like they are like going for it because they're going to be together forever. Um, because they tell each other that they are. Because they're not going to grow apart, Katie. It's not happening. It's never happening. <laughs> Seabrook um, is the center of the universe, apparently. Yeah. And you cannot leave. <laughs> See, this was a spooky movie. This <laughs> spooky season! Um, but, like, you know, for what you would expect in a Disney Channel movie... I thought they were pretty darn good. Nice. Hell yeah. So, Katie, I think I know the answer, but would you watch this? Would you recommend it? I I'm honestly, honestly, I'm going to tell you a story here. Okay. So when I, when I started watching this movie, um, I, Billy was home uh-huh. and I turned it on. Uh-huh. And he immediately had to leave because he couldn't. Like it, it's, it started with like the the point of view towards the camera, the whole just zombie and cheerleader thing. And he was like, 
wow, I'm going to go run my errands now. <laughs> I'm leaving you to this. And when he came back, he's like, so how bad was it? And I, and I had to say, you know, not half bad because I'm not going to – okay, I'm not going to say that I'm going to recommend it. But it was definitely very cool to look at. The music is not as good as things like Descendants or Teen or Teen Beach Movie. But the I will dance- also say they reuse some of it in two and three. Oh which I, wow, which I was very disappointed by. I okay, definitely date brings that down a peg. Um, I I I think that it's. Once you buy into this absolutely bonkers banana scenario, sure, it's fine. Again, that zombie land dancing thing, I don't know why I was so struck by it. And like, there's a lot of really cool, like, visual aspects to this movie, like this light garden that they had, the romance thing. I thought that was gorgeous. It was shot um, beautiful. I'm wondering, it, it is, do we think the zombie se- dance party scene thing, it's like stomp? Yeah. It's like stomp. It's like a cool music video. There's some weird like they keep bouncing on their backs and stuff, which I feel like well, must they're, be they're... edited and like. Oh, I thought they were on a trampoline. Oh, maybe they were. I don't know. That probably <laughs> makes a lot more sense, Katie. Dear Lord. Um, <laughs> but there's some like cool like these like cool jackets and the choreography is neat and like the lighting is cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Like if stomp was in a rave and you were on Molly, you know, I almost wished I was watching it under some sort of (laughs) influence. (laughs) I was not. (laughs) Um, But in short, I would say, okay, sure. Watch this movie, but I would watch descendants and teen beach movie first. How about you, Hannah? I agree with you completely. Here's my only thing. I think movie two was my favorite of the trilogy. Oh, Interesting. And so there, I'm a little torn because I feel like, well, I would just say watch movie two, but I think you have to watch movie one. Yeah. It'd be a really hard world to set up without, like, they did a, they did a lot of packing in in this movie in terms of Yeah, I mean, the and they do, they do the same kind of, like, intro of, like, you know, once upon a time there was this and this and this. I'm going to tell you the entire plot of the last movie very quickly. Yeah. But... Like, I don't know that you, I don't think it is going to make a lot of sense. Not that it makes a lot of sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, You kind of want to have the foundation of movie one to watch movie two. <laughs> I I definitely hear that. But I agree. I would, I would watch Descendants and Teen Beach movie before I got to the series. But if this is like what you're looking for, I think it, 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 it. It hits the spot. It it hits the spot of I'm on Disney Plus and I have a sick day. Yeah. I'm going to watch all of these. This is a very, like, I think it will would be a perfect sick day. Like, I don't want to use my brain. Yeah. I feel like shit. I want to just be entertained. But also, like, if I genuinely fall asleep in the middle of this, like. No harm (laughs) done. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. <laughs> All right. We did it. Zombie. Z O M B I E S. We didn't even talk about the fact that his name is Zed and her name is Addison. A to Z, man. A to Z. 
And all the zombies have Z's in their name. That's true. Wow, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Am I a zombie because I have a Z in my last name? No, because it was only first named. Okay. Because I believe he was like, oh, he ha- he does have a last name. Oh, yeah, it's like Necrodopolis or something yeah. like that. It's <laughs> yeah. something that has to do with dead people. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It's Necrodopolis. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Well, folks, thank you so much for listening to our spooky season one shot um, since Christmas starts soon. Yeah. Oh, God. So soon. So soon. Um, Make sure that you're following us on Twitter and on Facebook, Instagram. One kiss means forever. We're going to try our absolute best to live tweet the new movies, but they are like every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the next two fucking months. And we do need a little bit of a life, so no promises. (laughs) Well, we're going to try, especially the ones that we find particularly interesting. We Um, we promise to do the one with all the boys in it you know who one. we're talking about <laughs> and and the gay one and the hanukkah one like like I, I feel like we can commit to those and like we'll do as many of the other ones yeah. as we can yeah um cool um you know where to email us one kiss means forever at gmail.com and that's all spelled out like it is on our logo and thanks as always to flint pastures for our music you can find him on apple music spotify and soundcloud so we will be going to weekly as soon as the Christmas season starts up. So in two weeks, we're going weekly for a while. (laughs) Just just to give you a heads up. (laughs) If you see us, when when you see us pop up on your feed, it is not a mistake. We are coming at you for Christmas time. Yes. But you like it. You do. We hope you do. (laughs) You like us. You really like us. Bye. Bye.